Earlier this year, I traveled to England with my good friend Ray Hughes. And while we were there, I had the opportunity to have breakfast with singer-songwriter Martin Smith, whom you may know from the band Delirious. After breakfast, I asked Martin if he would be okay with me asking him a few questions that I could share with the listeners of our podcast, and he was gracious enough to say yes. We didn't have time for a full episode interview, and I had to capture the conversation on my phone, so this segment will sound a bit less produced than usual. But the conversation was inspiring, and I wanted to invite you along. So I hope you enjoy this bonus episode with singer-songwriter Martin Smith. Well, Martin, it's an honor to be here with you, and I appreciate you taking the time to, to be on Makers and Mystics. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, I, I want to dive right in and ask you about something that I'm really interested in because I think your musical journey really expresses this, and that is the relationship between tradition and innovation. Mm. And mm. the music you create was born into a really strong tradition within the Christian faith, but then you springboarded off of that tradition and really pioneered a new sound in the worship world and in the creative arts world within the faith community, and just really created a new context for how a lot of people engage worship. So. Can you tell me some about what you've experienced pioneering something like that? Because I know that not always innovative ideas are immediately received. Mm. And so I'm just curious, did you encounter a lot of opposition or what was your experience with <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, firstly, I don't, I'm not sure that we really did pioneer much, but mm. I think that we took elements of what w- was already happening um, in the scene you know, I grew up in a church where we had an organist. And so that was my vibe growing up as a kid, you know, as the church organ, the hymn numbers would be on the wall. So you kind of know what was coming. And and then I remember one, one I, was, I think I was about 16 or 17. And my dad said to me, well, why don't you take the evening service at our church? Now, this is a small chapel with 100 people a brethren church. And so I thought, perfect, I'll get my friend from school who plays drums and he can come and help me. Um, Anyway, it was like like a bomb went off, you know. (laughs) There's this kid from my school playing drum kit. I think I played electric guitar and attempted to lead this congregation in worship. And that was the beginning, really. I, I, I... it wasn't that I thought too much about it. It was just like, this is the way I like to do it. So I, I guess that's been the pattern of my life is, uh, you know, I've got a great admiration and love and respect for, for music, for the medium of music and art. Uh, I know there's a mystery in it. Mm-hmm. It touches people, it brings healing uh, in ways that I will never understand. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I've loved that journey. Mm-hmm. And all I know is just that the more uh, creative it is, the more outlandish, the more dramatic mm-hmm. it is, uh, the greater the impact. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's really what we're about, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, one thing that I've always appreciated about your work as a songwriter and a performer is that you've made space for some of that uh, dramatic expression of what you do. You've made space for the performance element, while at the same time, you've, from my perception, you've always held 
that heart of purity toward worship and, and just transparency and honesty. And I know a lot of artists in this particular genre don't always know how to marry the performance element of being a stage performer with that heart of worship. And uh, I'm curious what some of your journey has been because when I listen to the music you've done, I hear mm. that, that purity of worship. Mm. And then I also see that artistic creativity that doesn't seem restricted. And, and so I'm curious about that part of your journey. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, that most preachers in church would have developed the craft of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they don't just get up and start speaking. They, they were given a lot of thought to how they could present what they're trying to communicate. Uh, people will use humour, stories, uh, all sorts of ways to engage their audience in an attempt to carry that message. And and I guess that'd be the same for me, really. And ultimately, you have to be yourself, don't you? Yeah. And I've got many dear, dear friends that um, who I hugely respect, but probably wouldn't want to jump in a crowd and you know, stand on top of it and, you know, but, but that's fine. I'm, and I respect the way they would do it too. And I think that's the key is, is, is creating the environment where you're free to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, really love being, being that, you know, yeah. uh, because I, I do believe that, you know, if God did create me, then I'm hoping that he didn't make a mistake, you know, and that the things he put inside of me were were real and genuine things and he put me together in this way. And so I just need to go and do that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so true. The When you are expressing authentically who he's made you to be, it seems to create that highway, if you will, um, for his expression to come through without hindrance. Yeah, and, and I think that's where, I, if I look back over my life, there have always been those moments where I've struggled, mm-hmm. is when you try and fit yourself into another box, or you think, oh yeah, that person is being really successful over there. If I could just become a bit more like them. Mm-hmm. And of course you realize after five minutes, it, it doesn't work <laughs> like that, you know. Right. Um, you, you just have to, uh, remain faithful to who you are and and whatever you're given in life you just you just do that faithfully and and then the rest is the rest right yeah that's awesome well i just want to ask you one more question uh and this is about your upcoming album and i know you have a new release coming out Mm -hmm. soon is there anything you could say about what to expect on the new record well i i uh firstly i'm like completely overwhelmed by the process of this new record because it came together in a very special way. Um, I've, I've used a guy called Gabriel Wilson out in Portland, Oregon to, to help produce it. And so he's brought a lot of magic to it. Um, he's a songwriter himself, also a front man in a band. And so I think he, I had someone in the room that sort of got all the bits of me and that was, that really set me free. And, um, so that that's been an amazing God thing, and it, it just so happens that the songs that have come along uh, at this moment in time seem to be ones that I really love and seem to be connecting with people. 
Um, but the theme of the record is all about breath mm. and wonder. And so, uh, you know, I hope people enjoy that when it comes out this year. Yeah. Well, Martin, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us and uh, just really appreciate all you've done, um, all that your music has done, and I look forward to seeing what comes next for you. Thank you very much. Thanks.